0: Because I can control the weather, they call me Storm. I Serena now.
1: Welcome to this week in Nerd News, your one-stop shop for all of the pop culture you may have missed this week. Brought to you by the Black Nerd Problems Broadcasting Network. I'm your host Victoria Vertine.
0: And I'm your host, Mikkel Snyder.
1: Hello Mikkel. how are you? I'm good. I'm good.
0: You know the drill. We got five different questions of Mm -hmm. escalating madness. Are you ready to try to answer them?
1: So ready. All right.
0: First off, in our continuing reporting of Capitalism Is In Fact Awful, this movie chain is now charging modular ticket prices based on seat locations within the
1: theater. Um, I felt really like, like I knew this. Um and then I realized that no it I just have done the like Kleenex <laughs> brand thing with movies and I, I just think that they're all AMC. So I'm going to say AMC, but that's because that's literally the only movie theater chain that I really remember. So I'm just going to go with that.
0: That is in fact correct. So woohoo. That was, um... AMC I think is the only one that really has national presence. Still, a lot of the yeah. other movie companies tend to be like regional chains. Um, so. Yeah, we have Marcus Rani's in in the Midwest. Um, and at the start of every single one of this movie, is this this old white man does a skit with very very belly good employees about about like the joy of me, of movies.
1: Um, yeah, we don't have those back home. We have we have Regal. Back home, we which also I have think Regal. is
0: different. Yeah, Regal is a central okay. one, but that, that used to be okay. bigger. I think they've they've shrunken over the years for, for reasons. So
1: I'm from Iowa. <laughs> Every it, it's small town, it's us. So. Alright Alright, one down. One for one. So. Yes.
0: Move over, Austin Butler. A new Elvis is coming into town with Agent Elvis on Netflix, where Elvis is a secret agent with a chimpanzee as a partner,
1: starring this Texan actor. I have literally no idea about any of these things. Um, I vaguely know that Austin Butler is the person who played Elvis in that Elvis movie with Tom Hanks yeah this
0: is not Um, how you answer this question
1: (laughs) yeah that is that is the only thing that I know Uh, you've given me so many clues and I just um, like when I think of a secret agent with a chimpanzee as a partner I think Bedtime for Bonzo which is also also I feel like there was a Clint Eastwood movie that had a chimpanzee partner you're right yeah uh, but none of these things are helping. Um,
0: would it help if I tell you that this was animated? It wouldn't. But I it just- wouldn't.
1: I was I was kind of thinking that when we got Agent Elvis, Texan actor. I don't know where people are from. I'm gonna go with Tommy Lee Jones. Because when I think Cowboys, I think Tommy Lee Jones. I would
0: definitely watch that, but unfortunately the answer is Matthew McConaughey will be voicing Elvis in the series. Oh.
1: oh, I would much rather have Tommy Lee Jones. Okay, I'm fine with not getting that one. I mean,
0: if if you don't know Texan actors by I had to look up where Matthew <laughs> McConaughey was home in order to give any sort of clue, so I don't I don't
1: yeah. hold you. So Okay, okay. That's alright. We're still doing okay. What do we got next?
0: Move over, John Oliver. He's not the only one who can get weird things named after them. This famed musician, who recently had a biopic on Roku TV, has a bioreactor named after him now.
1: Mikel. Mm-hmm? You want me to keep up with things that are happening on Roku? I don't... (laughs) (laughs) That could be literally anyone.
0: It was a well-advertised biopic of this musician, though.
1: Okay, I'm trying to... Th- the only recent one that comes to mind is the Whitney Houston one, but I feel like that's not right.
0: No, um, no. That is, that, is, that is one of the farthest dances away from the correct oh, one that you could possibly oh, get.
1: alright. Man, I'm not doing well today. Okay. Can I get a genre of music?
0: Uh, polka. <laughs> I'm...
1: Not at all where I thought we were going. Also, now I have even less of an idea. <laughs> I, <laughs> I really thought that would help. I'm gonna white flag this one. I have no
0: clue. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a second hit and maybe this will okay. jog jog the memory. So, okay, the biopic starred Daniel Radcliffe.
1: Oh, are we? Is that considered polka?
0: I mean Weirdo, uh, but you, you yeah, Weirdo
1: Yankovic, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah.
0: I mean he's not just polka, but like one of his famous like uh, song parodies, are like the polka medleys with the with the accordion uh, and whatnot. So
1: yeah, I guess I always kind of put him in that
0: parody th- umbrella.
1: Yeah, it's but there's a thing that's like music specifically for like fandoms starts with an F. I will find the word eventually. But yeah, I kind of think of him there.
0: That's understandable. But I, I said polka because that that is sort of like one of the many things that he's yeah, known for.
1: Definitely that it, it fits. Also, I'm very happy that he has a bioreactor named after him. I think that makes a lot of sense.
0: So it's a chemical reaction. You take things and you make new things
1: they kept the weird right like it's not just the al yankovich it would feel reactor. weird if it
0: didn't include weird you know like yeah like people would just say it if it wasn't there so you yes. might as we'll put it on the official documentation
1: okay do i do i get a point for that one i don't know yeah, i feel like yeah, i needed no, a lot of help
0: no. we we will the, the the points are made up this is, okay. this is a situation <laughs> i i decide you get a point
1: okay thank you
0: all right so two more so yep Amazon is apparently developing a live-action series based off this character that many were introduced to in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse.
1: Number one, why are we doing this? Why are we doing live-action things based off of Into the Spider-Verse? It's not
0: necessarily based off of Into the Spider-Verse, but the character was featured heavily in Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. It's still questionable, right? Especially when yes. you find out the answer if you don't get it. Uh,
1: names are hard for me. Okay. Um I feel like it's it's Miles' roommate. No. That no? no? No. Is it Gwen?
0: No. No.
1: What? Okay, I'm just now I'm just naming characters. Um, is it is it the Banff? Aunt May, who was in Into the Spider Verse, no. like that Peter Parker's aunt May, no. man. Oh, okay, all right. This is my last guess, and then I'll give up. Okay, is it his uncle? No. What? Okay, it must be the villain lady. No, I'll give up now. Man, I would be okay with any of those, but continue.
0: Okay, so so get ready for what is one of the wildest sentences I've have to utter on this podcast before. Okay, the making a Spider-Man Noir live action series. Now they they haven't said it's directly tied to the Spider Verse thing, but like that's the first thing. It's sort of like oh, into the Spider Verse. Everyone now knows who Spider-Man Noir is. So the the making a live action series based off of a black and white 1930s Spider-Man. Okay, it's weird.
1: I have many feelings.
0: Would you like to vocalize one of them? If it's why, that's what I've been asking myself.
1: Okay, I'm trying to narrow down to one <laughs> feeling for you, Mikkel, because okay, there okay. are so many. It's a spider web of feelings for this Spider-Verse a, thing. A spider
0: Web noir of
1: feelings, perhaps? Maybe, maybe. I could potentially, I still don't know that this is a great decision, but I could potentially see this working if they go the Sin City route. They they kind if, of have to. Yeah, that could be potentially cool. I got really excited about Spider Man Noir, and then got really hesitant about live action. But if they go the Sin City route, that could be pretty cool. So
0: was, cautiously a optimistic. Lot of variables in in that sentence. So
1: yeah, and also I feel like a whole list of characters that I would have picked
0: before that. <laughs> Well, in fairness, <laughs> right. when, when it comes to like the Spider-Man property type stuff, like they're just making anything a thing, right? Because like That's they made true. Venom, they made yep. Venom two despite my protests. They made Correct. Morbius despite my Velament protests. Oh, uh,
1: and then Morbius. Weird you know, choice.
0: Weird choice. I'm still still angry about it. Um, yeah. And then there is Silk. Uh, and then the the Madam Spider. Um, it's uh-huh. it's all it's all very confusing. Aren't we
1: getting a Craven too? Yeah,
0: uh with uh uh-huh. hypothetically Aaron Tyler Johnson, which mm-hmm. I guess I just just, yeah, just, give it, just I give don't it know back. man. Just just give mm-hmm. it back to Marvel. It, it, we, we had our time. It was <laughs> yes. it was a run. I won't say it was good. It was definitely a run. All right. Last, last one. Slightly yep. longer segment because these headlines have been all over the place, but
1: they've been out there. All right, <sighs> let's do it.
0: According to Variety, this movie accounts for 21% of pirated streams this past year, and you can get a bonus point to guess what got fifteen percent of uh, pirating our shares.
1: Oh Mikel, there are literally no clues in this.
0: Okay, uh, the clues <laughs> that I will give is that uh, both of them are superhero movies. Okay. One is Marvel and one is DC.
1: Okay. Okay, when you say this past year, do you mean that it came out in 2022? Or do you mean it could have come out any it just got downloaded in 2022? It got
0: downloaded in 2022.
1: <sighs> All right, that's so many. I was really hoping <laughs> it
0: was going to be the first one. So, so one um, of the movies came out in, in 2021, and then the other one did come out in 2022, if that okay. helps a little.
1: Um, I mean, I still don't know when things come out because time is fake. I still kind of want to say Black Panther.
0: No, that, that came out a little too recently in order to be pirated oh, that much. Oh,
1: sorry. Not Wakanda Forever, the original one. But I feel like uh, that's like 2018? Yeah, that-, that Was that, that before the pandemic?
0: That was not the before times.
1: Holy cow. Okay, then maybe the latest Avengers?
0: no. No, oh, we man. were just talking about the franchise like four minutes ago.
1: Okay, uh, so then Spider, Spider-Man Spider something? Yeah,
0: Spider-Man No Way Home has 21% of pirated hours.
1: I'm going to be honest, I haven't watched any of the Tom Holland Spider-Mans. Not because of Tom Holland. I think he's very sweet. There's just too much um, content. It's so much content. It's so much content that I haven't haven't gotten to that. But okay, that makes sense. So that's the twenty one percent one. Yes. And then there's something DC that's thirteen percent.
0: Yes, it's not Black Adam.
1: Um, I guess probably then the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League.
0: No, it was just it was just the Pattison Batman one.
1: You know, people can make their own decisions and spend their time how they want. <laughs>
0: Uh, little little shambles for the Mad Libs. It happens sometimes.
1: Yeah, I didn't do great today, but I learned so much. And that's the important part, Mikkel. So I appreciate you. Nothing if not an educational
0: podcast. We'll take a small break and then we'll come back with Victoria's Funhouse Corner.
1: And we are back. So my funhouse corner is like, it's maybe an abandoned funhouse corner, Miguel. (laughs) So coming off of our game segment that you so wonderfully started with, Capitalism is Awful. uh, I think this fits really nicely in there because we got a few new Titles this week, and really we get a few new titles every week that fit into this genre of games or competition, and that really got me thinking about how we consume said media. So obviously we have a lot of reality TV that is competition style, but then we also have a lot of fiction. So when we think things like Hunger Games or uh, Squid Games, lots of things with games in them. <laughs> but we have a lot of things, even I, we know that I am not a horror person, but like Saw is kind of like that, right? Like you have this, I've got to be the last person standing competition style media. And so I was just thinking about how do we get Bake Off and Squid Games. <laughs> In the same reality, and how do those things both kind of feed the same part of us as humans? And this week, the two titles that fit there are Riddick Furia, which is, I'm, (laughs) and my reactions to these things are kind of (laughs) what got me going here because I'm so excited for this movie. We have been waiting for a fourth installment. into the Riddick verse. I don't know, it probably has its own name. Um, but we've been waiting for that since 2014. It has been almost a decade, and we now know that we have David Tuey and Vin Diesel back on board for this movie. And the thing about the Riddick movies is that the underlying theme is one of competition, right? Uh you, what is it? You, you keep what you win or something like that. And this idea that there's a limited amount of resources. And so everybody is fighting for them. And that's really common in dystopian things. The other title that we got this week is Outlast, which is in fact, a reality TV competition is going to be on Netflix on March 10th. And it has that kind of alone feel where we're going to take you and put you in a not great environment. In this case, I think they're somewhere in Alaska, like they are above the Arctic Circle and you have to survive. But unlike Alone, which as the title would suggest, you have to do alone in Outlast, you have to do this with a team. And the whole trailer is just... How can we tear each other apart, basically? And so, like, how do our fictions and our realities get so weirdly dystopian and messed up? And how do we go from this nice game-style competition, everybody learning from each other like a bake-off, or most kitchen competitions, not cutthroat kitchen, because that goes into the latter, where then we just slide into, but how I'm gonna get ahead is by taking you down. And all of this just feels like a wormhole of consumption and capitalism that I really, really dislike. And I don't know why we are like this. Uh, I love playing games in general. And every game that I interact in is about everyone getting better together. We just did our game segment where you're like, points are arbitrary. And then we inject money into it, right? (laughs) And then we're like, but if you want to eat, run faster, which is... An actual reality competition that is on Netflix now. It's called Run for the Money. And you participate in races where you get the chance to win more and more money the longer you survive. And are being quote-unquote hunted by people in like men-in-black style suits and masks as they hunt you down and try to get you out. Why are we like this, Mikkel? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I think it's because all brains are bags of fat that are piloting <laughs> a flesh mecha, and they have been entrusted with creating mm. civilization. And at some point, we decided to invent capitalism. I don't blame the the brain. It, it's not its fault. It was just trying its best, and somehow, somehow we got here. But all of this talk of game shows has me thinking about the. Uh, this, this this came up uh, in the last couple weeks, but Netflix, for, for some reason, money, mm-hmm. Is, mm-hmm. is making their Squid Games actual competition, which is a, yep. a reality game show based off the structure of Squid Games, which is continually one of the most baffling decisions anyone has ever made, considering that Squid Games' entire message is sort of like capitalism makes people do bad things and people use it for bad reasons, and Netflix is like, Reality TV show, great, get it, make it happen, and then you know what happens on the set—completely
1: inhumane conditions. It's just—it's mm-hmm. just bad. It 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 completely misses the point, right? And uh, Keith and I talked about a while ago how even the 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 kind of like love-based reality competition type things do not pay enough, like the the conditions and the pay that goes into making those things is not sustainable for the contestants, right? And so I guess my point in this segment is we should examine our consumption because while this dystopian type of competition for resources and things like that is fun and can be exciting in a fictional sense, like Riddick. We are quickly sliding into that not being fiction. We are actively making that a reality, and that is something that we do not have to create. We can create. Uh, we can create games and competition that are collaborative and meant to bring people up. Um, you should check out the Black Nerd Problems Discord server. Because we have lots of cool games there, or game night every Saturday, right, Mikkel?
0: We're we're gonna we're gonna change that soon because (laughs) Destiny Two expansion, and y'all just aren't gonna see me at all.
1: That's true. But there is a game night, and like local game nights, like we can make a reality that doesn't have to be Riddick (laughs) Furia. We can can just have that as fun. (sighs) Yes, let our reality be Bake Off, and our fiction be Riddick, and not the other way around. Um, and we can do that together. That's my hopeful anti-capitalism for the day. <laughs> Would you like to take us out with the lightning round? I just I just want
0: to take a moment to reflect how we've come such a long way up on commentary, <laughs> and to sort of like, now we're just open-app anti-capitalist, yeah. as opposed to, like, subtly anti-capitalist. You no, know, it's just, it's all out there now. We've been doing this for, like, for coming on to five years now, it's, it's oh my gosh, no more pretense, just <laughs> just just facts. Anyways, <laughs> welcome to a padded, not padded lightning <laughs> round because there is too much content. There is just so much content at any given time. We need to bullet list even more content to make sure you are in the know. So here we go. Speaking of in diesel. Uh, he has sensed that the rock status as this generation's action store is faltering, so he's decided that he wants it for himself, as evidenced by the fact that he has released the hotly anticipated Fast X trailer, which is just utterly, utterly ridiculous. I wish it was an easier way to watch all of the faster series movies <laughs> at once, alas. Variety reports that Daniel Day Kim is going to be starring and executive producing an adaptation of the graphic novel Butterfly, a spy thriller from Boom Studios, and it's currently in development with Amazon. Disney Plus has apparently lost 2.4 million subscribers in the first quarter of 2023, which, just for anyone keeping track of home, actually starts in October 2022 for reasons. And speaking of streaming services, uh, Warner Brothers continues to make questionable decisions regarding everything, as HBO Max is still merging with Discovery Plus. But they've now decided that Discovery Plus is gonna to continue to exist as a separate entity, and I just I just want my animated cartoons back, Victoria. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. took all of them away. Mm-hmm. That said, HBO Max is responsible for Holy Quinn, which just had their Valentine Day special. It's really sweet, it's really good. And it also features Quentin Brunson and Tyler James Williams as Hawk Girl and Hawkman in one of their bits. Uh, it was it was very sweet. Go watch that. You don't need to watch the series you can just you can just watch it it'd be good. <laughs> that was this week in nerd news tune in next week for more pop culture I'm your host Michael Snyder
1: and I'm your host Victoria Verteen we'll catch you on the other side folks